A successful retirement plan begins with assembling the right set of tools. Finding the proper ones for the job will allow you to drill down on your goals and nail down your future. Scott Searles, certified wealth strategist and owner of Skybox Financial Group, constructs retirement plans for clients every day and will share that knowledge and insight with you. It's time to open the retirement toolbox and get to work. Hey, welcome to the Retirement Toolbox. Walter Storholt here alongside Scott Searles. He, of course, is a financial advisor and the president of Skybox Financial Group, serving you in the greater Cleveland area and beyond. We have a special edition of the show today. So if you've been listening for quite a while, you know that Scott and I find ourselves talking about food pretty often. So we thought it would be a fun idea to compile a few of our Getting to Know You segments that you've heard throughout the years here on the show that were all food-related. Uh, and we're just going to have a little bit of fun with it on this week's episode. So it's a break from the financial talk. You know, maybe you've had a lot of that lately. Let's just take a break and chat about food. Where can you go wrong with a conversation like that? So, And if you are new to the podcast, this will give you also a chance to kind of just get to know Scott a little bit better on the personality side of things. So... I know that this is just a sidestep from the financial talk. We'll be back to great advice and guidance for you on the next episode with another financial topic. But for now, sit back and enjoy this week's special edition of the Retirement Toolbox. This food-related getting-to-know-you question actually comes from episode 59 back in 2021. Uh, the episode was about visiting the money doctor. If you want to check out the entire episode and get some of the financial information that surrounded our food conversation, you can certainly do that. Go back and check out that visiting the money doctor episode where we talk about concerning financial symptoms, and we're going to talk about what kind of uh, money prescriptions you need to fix those ailments. One of the more fun episodes that we've done on this show. So definitely go back and check that one out from September of 2021, episode 59, The Money Doctor. Here's the getting to know you question from that episode. What's your favorite fast food restaurant? <laughs> well, who doesn't love fast food, right, Walter? <laughs> I uh, I try not to eat fast food anymore. I've, I've not eaten fast food in quite some time, but uh, I do have my favorites, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I I try to limit myself, but you know, one of the one of my all time favorites. I actually have two. What what? I don't know if one's considered fast food or not, but I'm gonna throw them both out there. Fast food restaurant for sure is I've always liked White Castle hamburgers. I've never gotten the White Castle appeal. Oh, you know what? You know we call them sliders. I think yeah, every, I've, I've never know, liked sliders. sliders. Period. I, just give me a regular big juicy hamburger. Yeah, I mean, it's just something about those little things. You eat like three of them, and you're good to go. Uh, I, I love the White Castle. As a matter of fact, so I'm exploring getting rid of my grill. I have a smoker, uh, a Traeger smoker I use all the time for grilling and smoking meats and making a bunch of stuff, and that's my, my favorite. But I was thinking about getting rid of my old gas grill and getting one of those uh, Blackstone griddles, right? So to try it out, I got like a griddle that fits on my gas grill. So I'm going to, it's actually. Oh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. So what I'm going to, what I saw in one of the recipes when I'm on going through YouTube is they made their own White Castle hamburgers on the griddle at home. So I'm actually going to try that. That's how much, because in the Cleveland area, they moved, all, there's no White Castles around here. The closest White Castle to us is just north of Columbus. So 
I don't get to have them very often. You know, luckily my two daughters go to college in Columbus and play so lacrosse. Every so I'm down there for games. Every once in a while, you get that treat. <laughs> every once in a while. Um, but then my other fast food restaurant uh, is I love Skyline Chili. That's another uh, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Extremely unhealthy. Don't eat it very often. But boy, man, I just love the Skyline Chili. Yeah, when you get into that chili craving, nothing, nothing can beat that. Uh, very satisfying food, that's for sure. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and how could how could food be bad with literally a, a eight inch pile of cheese on top? I right. Mean. Yeah. Exactly. Put cheese on anything <laughs> makes it taste good. That's, that's sure. right. Uh, mine's probably more boring. I, I think I would just go with um, well, it'd be a tie between Bojangles Chicken, which mm-hmm. I maybe have once a year. Um, but it is so good. Um, so I would say Bojangles is up there, and then I would say second place or maybe tied for it would be Burger King, and only because they have one burger that I really like, and that's the bake the Bacon King. Uh, they put they have this little sauce they put on there with the big strips of bacon, and it's a double you know double uh, double burger. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so that would be those would be my two like fast food guilty pleasures. I would say. Yeah, I never really got into the Burger King thing very much. Yeah, I don't really like any. I, I don't get anything else that they have. But I do think they have the. I like their fries better than anybody else's fries. Mm. Nice and thick, but still like got a crunch or crisp to them. Right. But I know I'm in the minority there. I know a lot of people don't really like their fries. Yeah, it's hard to beat McDonald's fries. See, I don't get that. I don't think McDonald's fries are good at all. They're so small and irregular and so salted. You might as well just be pouring a salt shaker down your throat. Yeah, well, you know, and they're, sometimes they're a little inconsistent with the salt too. So you get a salty one and a non-salty, and, uh, and you but always I get the you, overcooked ones. Yep, the yep, brown right. ones, and you're like, oh, what is this? I tell you, the best fries though are Five Guys. Oh, Five uh, Guys does have good fries. Yeah, yeah that 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 and that, good, and, and the burgers are are definitely very good. Burgers are really good. As a matter of fact, my daughter likes the hot dogs there, and they they kind of they split them open and fry them on the griddle, and then they actually they cut the bun so it's actually a hamburger bun that's two pieces and they put it together kind of like a sandwich so when i get my griddle i'm gonna make my daughter a hot dog like that nice (laughs) nice uh yeah i definitely choose burgers over dogs but sometimes you can't beat a good dog every once in a while that definitely hits the spot so yep Uh, i've never had a five guys hot dog might have to try that sometime yeah it's, it's they're good it sounds like five guys may come in as a nice third place fast food option for us yeah i do like five guys yeah it's a good spot this next getting to know you question comes from episode 36 back in 2020 in the september time frame where we put your ira under some scrutiny if you want to go check out the financial part of that episode go find that and you're going to learn about why the ira is an incredibly popular vehicle to save for retirement. But could you be acting too passively about how you're saving and investing inside of that account? So what we do on that episode is put your IRA through some scrutiny to see if you're fully taking advantage of all that it has to offer and so that you can understand the pros and cons that often come along with investing in IRAs. It's a great episode for anybody planning for retirement, so go check that one out when you're done listening to our Getting to Know You episode here. It's episode 36, back from September of 2020. Put your IRA under some scrutiny. What would you say is the single best day on the calendar for you? You got 365 days to choose from. (laughs) Yeah, you know what? I would tell you, this is an easy one. 
I think the single best day on the calendar, something I look forward to every year, is Thanksgiving. Ah. Not just because I love the food. That is a big part of it, right? <laughs> I, I love I love eating and I, I love the food. But well, I thought I thought that's all Thanksgiving was about was eating. <laughs> it's a big part of it. <laughs> and then you sit in a food coma after you eat so much food and you just watch football. But what's neat about Thanksgiving in our families, everybody comes over to our house. And my wife's big extended family, uh, my parents, and obviously all the kids come home. So we have this full house of, you know, t- upper 20s, close to 30 people at Thanksgiving in our house. And uh, I usually will smoke a turkey, and then, and then my wife will do another turkey in the oven. And uh, it's just great to have everybody together all at one time. So it's probably, you know, my favorite day of the year, Walter. That's nice. Yeah, I like that. Um, I've never been as big of a, you know, as odd as it sounds, Thanksgiving has never been my big holiday. Um, Like if I had, of all the holidays, if there's one I could do without, it's probably Thanksgiving. I know that sounds really strange and bizarre, but uh, I guess we just didn't have a lot of traditions growing up. We always did something different on Thanksgiving, so I don't have any supreme, supreme ties to it, unlike a lot of families. Definitely, we were more of a Christmas family is where we have all of our traditions and, and those kinds of things. You know, I would say uh, probably just sometime around Thanksgiving, though, maybe a little bit earlier, like early November, late October. I would say that's my single favorite day on the calendar. If I have to pick a day, I'll say October 20th. How about that? I think that's... <laughs> you do have to pick a day, Walter. I'm picking an actual day. It's the yeah. single best day. October 20th. Usually it's good weather, perfect sweatshirt weather outside, work in the garage, put some football. Whatever Sunday is near October 20th, we'll pick that as the uh, best day of the year. How about that? I thought you were going to say it was going to be your wedding anniversary. That's uh, well, depends actually, who's listening to the podcast. September twentieth is the uh, wedding anniversary. So yeah, I should have gone a month earlier. That would have been that would have been very slick. But you could I, have I earned missed, some brownie points. I messed you that one the, up already. You could have the wife listen to the uh, podcast. Yeah, she's not big into finances. Um, I'm pretty sure she would have been asleep by minute two of today's show if that were the case. <laughs> and that's not an affront to you and I. Just the, yeah, the, I, I thought it was more entertaining than that, Walter. <laughs> Uh, Connie, especially since we'd probably be listening to the podcast, you know, driving or in the car or something like that. Uh, she's usually out when she's the passenger in the vehicle within 30 seconds of leaving the driveway. I don't know what it is, but driving in a car is kryptonite for her. She passes out right away. It's, (laughs) it's pretty amazing to see. I've never seen somebody able to fall asleep like that other than little kids, uh, that quick, that quickly. It's an amazing skill. I'm very jealous of her and how she can sleep in pretty much any environment at any moment. It's Plus, you're stuck driving. That's right. Then I got to drive in silence the whole time, right? So <laughs> that's okay. No big deal. I tried to throw little uh, pieces of popcorn kernels in her mouth as she's uh, you know, falling asleep against the window. That's how I keep myself entertained as we drive. Don't tell her that either, though. She doesn't know. <laughs> she doesn't notice all the popcorn on the floor. <laughs> I pick it up. I pick it up before, she, before okay. she wakes back up. Good call. Too funny. All right, our next Getting to Know You question comes from Episode 70. This was in early 2022 in February, How Children Become Part of the Retirement Discussion. Definitely a good episode to go check out and get some financial information, too, if you're looking for some additional enjoyment uh, out of today's episode, talking about all this food-related stuff. But if you have kids, often they come up in the discussion of when you're talking about retirement plans. So we're going to talk about some of the ways that those discussions often play out with clients and the role that your advisor should play in navigating those conversations. We'll talk about the overall impact on you and your family's 
financial goals and budget and that sort of thing. All of that's in episode 70, How Children Become Part of the Retirement Discussion. Check it out if you have a little extra time. In the meantime, here's the getting to know you conversation from that episode. This one's a nice, simple one. What's your favorite beverage? Just period. Wide, o- wide open. Any beverage. Walter, first of all, what better conversation than food and beverage? Yeah. Okay. Well, it's pretty It's our go-to, uh, right? That's right. That's right. Um, well, you know what? So my favorite beverage is probably kind of weird, very common. It's definitely something I drink a ton of, and that is water. Really? I actually, okay. If if I if I go and look in the fridge and there may be some sodas, there may be Arnold Palmers and you know whatever the case may be, I usually opt to just have a glass of water. Are we talking like uh, seltzers or just just regular old water? Just regular old water. Now, are we, yep, if I'm the tap, I'm are we getting it out of bottles or? No, you know I am fancy. I do have the filter on the fridge. Okay, all right, but all right. Uh, you know that that that. You know, that's, I mean, all day long here in the office, that's all I drink is water. I don't have a soda. I don't have anything. When I go home, water with dinner, watch a TV, I generally, I, that's pretty much 90% of my beverages I drink. 95 is just water. Now, with that said, my favorite might be a nice craft IPA beer. Okay. So, but, you know, I just, you know, have, one or two a week. I mean, it's not like uh, I'm having them all the time, but that may actually be my favorite, but not, okay. you know. So I guess- You kind of have two I, favorites. You've got a yeah. favorite in terms of your your standby being water and your most frequent, but then like best tasting beverage is your, your IPA. And I do, I do like bourbon too, but then, you know- okay. those, those are two things I don't drink them often. You know well, what I mean? Okay. It, the qu- the question wasn't what's your you know what are you drinking every day and you didn't want to sound like bourbon you know like. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I'm not you, drinking. You can bourbon have a favorite day, drink but, that you only drink occasionally. Well, yeah. So so I guess that would you know be it. But you know I'm not into the sodas anything. It's just ninety you know five percent either of what water I drink or is bourbon. Water. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty simple man. I love it. That's great. Uh, fantastic. I would say this would be a hard choice for me. It's, uh, you know, milk is in there. Uh, milk is probably my, my go-to and my favorite. Um, I'm into seltzers lately, but if health wasn't a consideration, I'd choose a soda over seltzer water anytime. Mm-hmm. So I can't really say seltzer is my favorite, just a go-to. You know, a, a cheer wine, I just, that's probably mm-hmm. the perfect soda for me. I'd go with a cheer Regular wine. Regular or diet? You know, I have to do most diet drinks because the regular, they're too sweet for me. Like they make my teeth feel chalky and I've never liked regular sodas. I've always liked diet sodas for some reason. Well, you know, the funny thing is, is I, I would drink regular sodas, you know, as a kid and stuff. And then you start drinking diet and all the regular sodas then just taste gross and sweet. They're just too much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it's like I'll have a regular Coke and it's like, ugh. You know, too, too way too much. Yeah, yeah, it's just too sweet. And you know what? There, you know, you might want to try. There's these sodas we get at, at home uh, called Zevias. Yeah, I've tried them. They Not have bad. a weird. They have a weird aftertaste. It's also but, tough drinking something that tastes like Diet Coke, but it's clear. That's a little weird. Yeah, you definitely want to keep it in the can. Don't yeah, dump it yeah. out. You know, you want to see the color of this. It'll freak you out. But, uh, no, I mean, that that's something. It's a healthier soda option. Very much so, yeah. I tried some of those back when I was doing my, uh, well, and still am doing my no sugar 
no sugar thing. So mm-hmm. all this talk of sodas and whatnot is mostly theoretical, as I'm pretty much just water. And uh, I don't I don't even do cow's milk anymore, unfortunately, because it has too much sugar in it. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big almond milk and cashew mm-hmm. milk guy now. Um, mm, my nice. taste buds have adapted. It took it took a little while to get there, but. Now I'm the non-dairy milkman is is my nickname now. You you, 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 you used to just be the milkman, but now I'm the non-dairy milkman. Hey, you know, I can appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So interesting. Uh, interesting that you observe the same thing I do about the diet versus regular sodas, though. Yes. Once you go diet, then it's hard to go back to regular sodas after that. Absolutely. And, and when I do have a soda, occasionally I'll have, a, I'll have a Coke Zero kind of thing. But, you know, you look at those diet sodas, you know, they got aspartame and all sorts of nasty stuff. In they're it. they're just as bad for you. Just They as are. They are. It's just yeah. minus the cane sugar or whatever. Yeah, they're syrup, just making up other right? kinds of sugar, basically. Right. I mean, but that Zevia stuff, they use the Stevia, which is not absorbed by your body, and there's all natural stuff. So, you know, I encourage anybody, if you like sodas, like I said, it's got a weird aftertaste that you kind of got to get used to. But, you know, when I do have a soda, I usually have one of those. Yeah, that, I'm going to have to give those another run because I tried those very early on in my no sugar journey. And at that point, I just kind of went cold turkey to all water. So maybe I'll reintroduce a Zevia here or there. I might pick some of those up today. Root beer's we'll the see. best. All right, I'll try root beer then. Fantastic. Get the root beer because it actually tastes like root beer. Okay. I've been missing yeah. root beer too. So that would be a, uh, a really good one to throw into the mix. All right. Very there you good. go. You have to let me know next time we talk. We'll do. We uh, we haven't done our movie and TV recommendations in a while here on the show, but maybe we'll get in some more food and beverage recommendations here and there. <laughs> That's right. We'll have a recipe, recipe of the month. That'll make for great audio. That'll be fantastic. Our next Getting to Know You question comes to us from episode 75. This was in May of 2022, where we talked about the most important birthdays in retirement planning. This is actually one of our most popular episodes in all of the Retirement Toolbox podcast episode library. There are certain age milestones where you should really pay attention to your retirement planning process and your progress as well. And on this particular episode, we look at the most important birthdays as you approach retirement and cover the exact things that you should be checking off your to-do list at each of those ages. So it's a really great scene setter. No matter where you are in the retirement planning process and no matter how old you are, we address the most important birthdays of retirement planning. So check that out, episode 75. And here is the getting to know you question from that episode. Uh, what food did you love as a kid, Scott, that you now can't believe you actually ate it? Well, Walter, first of all, I love food. So, I mean, <laughs> I, in every podcast, if there's food in there, I'm, I'm quite fine with that. Um, but what food did you love as a kid that you can't believe you ate? Well, I would tell you, I used to always always loved spam when i was a kid oh you were a spam fan huh i was you know what my favorite meal was simply taking sliced spam frying it up in a in a skillet with some mac and cheese i'd kind of mix them together and bind them together some people eat that before yeah and then and then as an adult i've had it and i couldn't believe how salty it was (laughs) oh wow and and uh but yeah that's something I've not had spam in probably twenty something years. Uh, it and you know what? Maybe you know. Part of me says maybe I should just try it again because I used to eat it all the time. I used to love it, but uh, it's very salty, and my wife has no interest in eating it. So you know that's kind of a little bit of a roadblock right there. 
Yeah, that's uh, that's very true. And I, I guess yeah, spam just gets a bad rap. But then people who really like spam are very passionate about it for sure. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of spam followers. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. There's a reason they call the emails that you get that you don't want spam. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> there, definitely a reason for it, right? Oh man, I would say uh, if I had to pick one, I have two. I once had uh, cereal with diet coke in it. Because we were out of milk, and but I really wanted cereal. That was a bad mm. choice. I can't believe I, I, I ate the bowl, but uh, it was not pleasant. It wasn't great. But I still can't believe I actually went through with eating it. And then the other thing, um, I thought this was just like a, a me thing, but it's apparently got a name, and other people other people like have talked about doing this. But like ice cream soup, letting ice cream just melt to where it's just basically really, really thick milk. And mm-hmm. then, you know, if it had chunks of stuff in it, then you're getting the chunkiness in with that milk. Like, you know, if it had chocolate right. chips or something like that, just kind of drinking melted ice cream. As so soup. I, yeah, I don't I, I don't find that being super weird. No, I would still do it today, actually. So I don't know if that applies to this uh, to this question, because if you can't believe you ate it as a kid, it implies you probably wouldn't do it today. Well, you know, and I, I, I admit I've probably done that within the last few months. The kids will leave the, <laughs> there you go. Leave, yeah. leave the, they'll leave their ice cream bowls out, and they haven't finished it, and then it's kind of all melted in there, and then oh, you're, just, so you're even getting it from from the from the kids. If they don't oh, finish theirs, you'll you'll polish it off. Well, because it's just sitting there, and I'm cleaning up after them. Like, of course, we all do you after our well, kids, right? So, so I'm like, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, that, I, that, actually, Walter, I think you're quite normal. That's fantastic. I love it. Uh, the one other thing, I used to put Oreos in my cereal, like whole whole Oreos, and just kind of like let them, let them get all mixed up in with the cereal and that kind of thing. That was, and, that was pretty and bad you, looking back. <laughs> you had never known that they would one day come out with Oreo cereal. I know, right? I was on to <laughs> something when I was a kid, I think. Yeah. Oh, man, so unhealthy, but uh, but good stuff nonetheless. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. A reminder that when we return next time on the podcast, we'll resume with our usual financial topics. But we really hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, you can get in touch with Scott Searles if you have any questions about your financial life or, I don't know, maybe questions about some food thing that you heard from today's episode. 888-742-0111 is the number to call to reach Scott. That's 888-742-0111. And you can always go online to talk with Scott. .net to schedule your time to visit for a complimentary financial review. That's talkwithscott.net, and contact information is all in the description of today's episode, so check it out there. Investment advisory services provided by Skybox Asset Management, LLC.